Work Matters is brought to you by the National Trades Union Congress, only on Money FM 89.3. Well, welcome to the first episode of Work Matters. I'm Ryan Huang. And if you look at the latest economic figures showing how Singapore's external demand outlook is going for the rest of this year, it's weakening. And this is also on the front page of the papers as we look at how some economists are perhaps bracing for a technical recession this year, even though the MTI is saying otherwise. On the bright side, you've got the growth outlook for aviation and tourism-related sectors remaining positive. Not so good is what's weighing on the manufacturing and trade-related sectors. So a bit of an uneven picture here. And coming on the back of that, we have the National Trades Union Congress, or NTUC, saying it's paying close watch to job figures as well because the cyclical effects from the various global challenges and headwinds could soften the labour market, even though it is currently, as it describes, tight. For more insights on how that will affect your wages, we are joined by Patrick Tay, Assistant Secretary General of the NTUC. We'll also be debunking myths on union membership. Welcome to the show, Patrick. How are you doing today? Yeah, thanks, Ryan. I'm great. Very good morning to everyone. Yeah, so a lot to unpack. But I think right off the bat, we've got a lot of talk and chatter around the latest economic figures. They were just released. If you look at the forecast from the MTI, it is looking at this year, 05 to 2.5%. And they are guiding for the midpoint right now. Not changed from the last guidance, but it is looking a bit more conservative. Now, what are some of the jobs and sectors you think that might be more vulnerable to a potentially weaker economy down the road? Yes, uh, looking at the figures yesterday, I mean, it's positive. But compared to the last four quarters, uh, quite a sharp drop. And I think the biggest concern is to look at uh, the labour market. Although we have a very tight labour market, I think uh, things are softening. And uh, we need to really watch the labour market figures uh, very closely. I think there was the advanced first quarter labour market report released by the Ministry of Manpower. Well, retrenchment numbers are going up. I think uh, that will persist right into the second quarter. So I think we really need to watch the outlook. And, and in particular, uh, some sectors are getting a lot of uh, challenges and headwinds. Hmm. Uh, we saw the tech sector laying off quite a significant number of people in the latter half of last year and also you know the first half of this year. I'm particularly concerned about manufacturing electronics because it has been uh, taking the brunt of uh, the weakening global demand and some of the challenges uh, globally. And uh, we do see uh, slowing demand, particularly in manufacturing uh, electronics. Yeah, as we see people get worried about cost of living, inflationary pressures, people start to shun away from big ticket items, especially your devices and all your electronics. So that's weighing on the manufacturing side of things, especially with China also uh, becoming patchy these days. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, well, what's happening around the globe has definitely a direct impact uh, to our manufacturing sector. Yeah, of course, wages is something that I think, um, everyone's watching very closely and this is something that we've just made a bit of headway in the past few months. Singapore's been in moving progressively to uplift our lower wage workers through mandatory wage increases covered by the progressive wage as well as the local qualifying salary requirements, for example. How would you rate our competitiveness, Patrick, of our wages with our overseas counterparts, not just for low wage workers, but also for the wider population of white-collar jobs? Yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to the Ministry of Manpower releasing its wages report uh, coming real soon. I think, but more importantly, I think what we have seen in uh, the last couple of years uh, overall, I think the lower wage workers have gotten quite a bit of uplift through the progressive wage model. 
and of course government transfers. Mm. But I think the bigger concern or the bigger picture we need to look at are the professionals, managers, executives, uh, otherwise known as white collar workers. I think compared globally, you hear employers saying that uh, you know wages in Singapore are much higher than uh, many parts of uh, ASEAN, Asia. Uh, but I think uh, important to look at the sector, the type of jobs and the type of companies, the size of the company and, and different sectors. But overall, uh, median wages have gone up in the last decade, um, including for the professional managers and executives. But I think the biggest challenge, I would say, will be the broad middle. Those uh, professionals, managers and executives who are the lower rung of the hierarchy or just entered the workforce. I think that part, will we do hope to see a bigger uplift in, in wages uh, so that they can cope with the rising cost of living and particularly inflation. Yeah, definitely something everyone's uh, watching very closely. And just take a step back. You know, we are aware that the Manpower Ministry, of course, is the government agency spearheading all labour and employment matters. Uh, some people get a bit confused when it comes to what NTUC's role is, especially whether it's actually part of the government because there are so many collaborations. You know, you're also in the news quite a bit. Can you enlighten us on what tripartism really means and the rationale behind your working relationship. Yeah, I think the first myth I want to debunk is that NTUC is not government. Yeah, we are part of the tripartite partnership, but uh, we are not the government. And NTUC is actually a federation of trade unions. Altogether today, as we're talking, 58 affiliated unions, 7 affiliated associations, 12 social enterprises, 6 related organisations, as well as a growing ecosystem of partners and associates. I think that's what we are. I think the main raison d'etre is really to look after the interests and welfare mm. of workers. And uh, on this topic of tripartism, uh, very, very important. Always a unique selling proposition for Singapore to the rest of the world. Uh, tripartism involves this tripartite relationship between government, mm -hmm. uh, in most instances, Ministry of Manpower, the employers, the Employer Trade Union is uh, the Singapore National Employers Federation, and of course, the Labour Movement, National Trades Union Congress, which represents workers. So this forms a tripartite uh, relationship or partnership. But increasingly, in the last couple of years, we have seen tripartism permeate into sectoral tripartism because of the industry transformation mm. maps and working across clusters of industries and a greater need to work in a cluster or sectoral format and therefore the rise of sectoral tripartism involving uh, well government government related agencies and uh, related employer associations as well as uh, unions belonging to those clusters and sectors so i think we've seen the first very very first form of tripartism uh, back in 1972 through the, the formation of National Wages Council, which is a tripartite body. And uh, today we have seen uh, tripartism still very, very active in the various tripartite work groups, committees, to look at various issues and challenges impacting Singapore. And, well, I would always like to say in any policy, any legislation, any regulation, or any programs that are rolled out for manpower and workers and labour in general is always tripartized mm. uh, in the sense that uh, there's a lot of tripartite consultation so that we can uh, achieve a win-win-win for all. Yeah, be it a pro-worker, pro-employer as well as a you know, pro-Singapore kind of policies and programs. Yeah, tripartism are really evolving over the years. On that note, if you're interested in taking up the NTC Union membership, take a listen to find out how. Work Matters is brought to you by the National Trades Union Congress. Get more support as you work, live and play with NTUC membership at only 32 cents per day. Download the MyNTUC app to sign up now and receive 2,000 link points. If you just join us, we're in conversation with Patrick Tay. He is the Assistant Secretary General of the NTUC 
on an exclusive series celebrating our workers' contributions. Now, Patrick, the other question that comes to mind is, what do unions do in Singapore? After all, we don't really see a lot of you know, big headlines around strikes. So does that mean our unions are not doing enough in that sense, not making news for those reasons, at least? Yeah, trade unions in Singapore. I think there's always this uh, challenge that, well, are we weak? Are we, you know, lack of teeth? But I think uh, overall, you need to see the raison d'etre of trade unions. And in particular, in NTUC, our key thing is to look after the interests and welfare of workers mm. in general. We want to achieve that end through a series of things that we are doing. Uh, in Singapore, particularly with the NTUC, what I call the four Ps and three Ws, you know. Four Ps, uh, you know, looking to protect workers, protection, placement, helping them to look out for jobs, uh, progression. Uh, through, for example, training intervention, upgrading skills acquisition, and finally privileges, a whole host of other privileges to help workers in general. So this is the four Ps. But well, with the intent of the three Ws, the wages, welfare, and work prospects, we want to you know ensure that they have competitive rising wages. At the same time, also look after their work prospects to make sure they don't just stay at that rung, but you know move up in their careers. And finally to really look after their welfare. You know, we have unions uh, on the shop floor looking at collective bargaining and uh, making sure that their, their interests and welfare in the workplaces are looked after. But more importantly, as your question says, you know, why don't we see strikes? Uh, well, we are uniquely Singapore. In the Singapore, we have a piece of legislation called the Industrial Relations Act. Well, strikes is the final option. Uh, in Singapore, uniquely, we have uh, two ways as a, a final option, either through, uh, you know, industrial action, commonly known as a strike, uh, which we can carry out. The other alternative we have is the Industrial Arbitration Court. Uh, Industrial Arbitration Court is a creature of statute, the Industrial Relations Act, very unique, is uh, presided by the President who is a High Court judge. I personally appear in the Industrial Arbitration Court uh, on, on more than 10 occasions the past te- uh, decade, uh, representing workers and uh, unions. And uh, I must say, uh, well, it's, it's really a, a very open hearing and forum to look out and to make sure the workers' interests are looked after. Yeah, so there are other levers or options we can use besides strikes. So that is the uh, message there. Uh, Also, if we take a look at joining the union as a member, what's the distinction between membership and representation? Is there anything that we actually have to do after joining? What are some of the benefits of becoming a union member? Yeah, I think one of the myths I want to debunk here is uh, some people think that they can't be a union member. For example, if you are part of the human resource, human capital department, you're the CEO, you're COO, you're part of the finance team, you're a white collar, you're a professionals manager or executive, you can't be part of the union. I think I want to be debunked that on air. Uh, you know, anyone can be a union member. Mm. Well, we have two kinds of members. We call them the honorary branch members as well as general branch. Honorary branch, uh, basically, uh, in that company, if you're a union member, uh, that company has to be unionized. And uh, for general branch in companies where they are not unionized, so uh, these two categories of workers. But back to my point is, anyone can be a union member, but there's a dichotomy between membership and representation. You know, anyone can be a union member. I have many of our CEOs, local CEOs and foreign CEOs who are union members. But uh, however, when it comes to representation by the union, uh, representation as part of the collective bargaining process, if they have a grievance or if they have issues under limited representation... Well, certain categories are excluded. Uh, very, very senior executives 
And uh, well, roles where there will be conflict of interest with collective bargaining. So those are excluded. So just wanted to, you know, re-emphasize this dichotomy between membership and representation. Anyone can be a member, but well, representation, everyone can be represented uh, except uh, for uh, excluded categories as well as those uh, that run foul of the conflict of interest principles. Yeah, so that's a very good point, right? So Patrick, if someone has an issue or dispute, end of the day, how do they decide which union they belong to or figure out where to get and get assistance from? Yeah, for honorary branch members where in unionized companies, most of the time the union leaders on the ground or the industrial relations officers attached to the unions would be uh, you know working very closely, will be on site and uh, will be at will be already engaging many of our union members in those unionized companies. So they they are the go-to persons if you have any issues or grievances and uh, you would know yeah, you're part of that particular union. Uh, for members, of so general branch members in the non-unionized companies, uh, they can also check the MyNTUC app or even call in the hotline at 62138008 to find out which unions they are in and uh, where the unions and the union leaders can uh, lend a hand and give them a leg up. All right, that's a great overview of how things work and also helping us to debunk some of those well, myths around union membership. We've been chatting with Patrick Tay. He is the Assistant Secretary General for the National Trades Union Congress. Thanks for your time, Patrick. Thank you. Work Matters is brought to you by the National Trades Union Congress, an exclusive series celebrating our workers' contributions. Only on Money FM 89.3.